0: Hello, everyone. It's the last Thursday of the month, which means we do our Ask Me Anything episode, which we filmed the last couple times and we're filming this one. All right, a quick housekeeping announcement. I'm very proud and excited to say that Hilo has been selected as a finalist in the Signal Awards. It's cool and very validating to see the show getting some sort of recognition less than one year in. You can vote for the show for Listener's Choice Award at the Signal Awards website. You can find the link to vote in the episode description or go to the Signal Awards website and search low." It takes less than 30 seconds to place your vote and it will make a difference. I have a hard time watching these back because um, it's much easier to watch me with someone else. Just solo feels very weird, but I do really like hearing from all of you. So no question is too big or too small or too random or too personal. I might not give you all the tea, but always, you know, feel free to submit your questions. You can do that at highlow.fm or just in the YouTube comments. The first season of Hilo is coming to an end and we want your help to celebrate the one year anniversary. We want to know your favorite moments from the first year of the show and why you love them so much leave us a message and let us know your favorite guests quotes conversations and we might use that for a very special episode um, that we're going to air so go to hilo.fm or use the hilo hotline 42 hilo four. thank you all right let's get started right after this break Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. Okay, so first off, a whole bunch of people were asking about my recent experience at the VMAs. I presented an award to Carol G um, and wore this fun dress. I brought Babs, my best friend, and I'm just gonna respond. There were a bunch of questions about this, so. All right, somebody asked what was my favorite performance. Um, I have to say I love Doja Cat. I just, I think it's a cool moment, kind of peak like 2023 culture around canceling um, and like what celebrities owe their fans and as artists and blah, blah, blah. And I just think it's cool that Doja Cat's just wiling out. Like she's wiling out even the stuff she did around the Victoria's Secret show, um, shaving her head posting the weirdest pictures on Instagram, literally like telling her fan base that she'd be broke if she listened to them and like took their advice. And then she just kind of keeps putting out these amazing songs and videos. And I just like, I'm kind of into it. I just feel like it's kind of like punk. And I felt her performance was really cool. Everyone, it just, she she had a real stage presence and it didn't feel at all manufactured by, Uh, the music industry. It felt like Doja Cat doing Doja Cat, and that was interesting and really intriguing to watch. Um, Plus, just like the songs are really good. It just, there was this real feeling of like, okay, this is somebody giving a performance that they want to give, that they're excited about, that they've personally put together. Yeah, it was just, it was really fun. Any fun backstage moments? Well... This is actually tea, (laughs) I don't know if it's tea, but um, it was a mess getting into the VMAs. I'm so sorry to whoever like put it all together. I'm sure it wasn't your fault, but basically like it was in Jersey and it took a really long time to get there because of the Holland Tunnel and traffic, yada, yada. But we got there, I left my house with an hour, to despair and we got there on time and then we were in 45 minutes of traffic at the after the security check and apparently there was like maybe Diddy had like shut down the carpet or something I don't know but I was hearing all these like my publicist was texting me and there was just these line of buses and you know I'm not a musical artist it was really cool to be invited to do it but you know the whole reason for me to be there was kind of like have some fun with my best friend and, you know, get some cute pics of my outfit. So the idea of missing the carpet was quite stressful. And they were like, my publicist was texting me and like, they're going to shut down the carpet. I think you should just get out of your car. So me and Babs like got out of our car, walking in the craziest heels, like kind of hauling ass. And we get to the front of the tent where the carpet is. And like, there's this like PR woman with this Little, whatever, headpiece. And she's like, sorry, the carpet's closed. Like it just closed down. And I just was like in a mood. It'd been fashion week. I've been working my ass off. Babs and I had like come, gotten ready. It had been a night we'd been looking forward to and I was just like, I'm not taking no for an answer because I also could see that there were people kind of like still moving. So I was like, this is a decision that's just being made and I feel that it's not real. So I like cut through and it was crazy because all these like six, five security guys were looking at me and it was funny because a couple of them were like, she talent? Like she talent. And I was just like this little tiny, like marching and my publicist was kind of looking at me and Babs was looking at me. And then one guy was like, they don't know about Imrata. They don't know about Imrata. Like let her through, let her through whatever. So then we like get through the tent and like the big security guys are looking at this PR woman. Like, do we physically attack this woman and restrain her? Um, and I see Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, and there's just like this shit show of people um, blocking the carpet. Like I can't even see it. And I think a lot of it was Diddy's entourage, but also just like couldn't have been that because there were so many people. And um, Charlie and Dixie were like, yeah, I don't think we're going to like do the carpet. And I just was looked at my publicist and I was like, what do we do? And then I just didn't even wait for a response and pushed my way through, again, like being kind of like, again, there's just like all these tall, tall security people. So I was like literally using my physical side to like sneak through. Um, And again, people were like, you talent? And I'm like, yeah, I'm talent. Like I wouldn't be wearing this outfit. It was so funny. And then I got to kind of the front and some photographers saw me and they were like, oh, let her through, let her through, whatever. And so I did that damn carpet you know, I did that damn carpet, but, um, my God. And it was like funny. Cause I went from like dun, da, da, dun, da, dun, da, da, like, that was the music that was playing in my head as I like cut through to like, surf, 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 um, on the carpet and just like, moved along and then was like, okay, now let's go find our seat. And then that was a whole drama of like finding our seat. And they were like, Babs can't sit with you. But it was such a mess that like we and I ended up getting to sit with her and it was totally fine. There was like some weird pushing and shoving by a singer's like makeup artist or something. I don't know that like pushed me. It was it was like dramatic, honestly. And then we get it, you get into the space and it's really bizarre because you're the, all the celebs and musicians are kind of all, uh, um up on a higher level kind of in stands. And then there's like a ground floor just of, of fans. So it c- gave like Hunger Games vibes in a really funny way where it felt like we we're like on display and like all dressed up. But then it was really fun. Honestly, they were like, I feel like the hectic- hecticness of it kind of made it like feel like down and dirty and like VMAs, like old school. I, d- I was not drinking because I was so tired. I did like try to have a sip of tequila and I was just like, it's not for me. And then yeah, it was just kind of fun. Like we sat next to BB Rexa, who was so cute, and like kept like talking to Babs and talking to me, and was just like being super normal. Sometimes not because I think people aren't nice or whatever, but everyone's stressed out about how they look, and like you're being filmed the whole time. You know, obviously, a la Selena and the Chris Brown thing, you just like don't know when the camera is going to be on you, and so people can be very stiff. And BB was so cute and nice, and um. It was just it was like a warm vibe. And then we went backstage before um, I presented and, and it was fun. Um, let's see, any other... Uh, did you run into any former guests? Yes, I did. I didn't see Anita. Her performance was also amazing. Um, and I didn't see Nelly Furtado, but my God, like she looked incredible, I have to say. Oh, I saw Victoria Monet and we like took a pic together and um, she's just so cute. I really like her. And it was cool to see how many... Um, former guests of the show were were there. Someone asked who was someone who appeared at the VMAs that you'd love to have on the show and why? Definitely would love to have Carol G actually. Would also love to have Olivia Rodrigo. I feel like she's just the pop star of our time and I, I'd love to pick her brain about her lyrics and like just how she's kind of doing what she's doing and what her life is like. All right, we'll be back with more questions right after this break. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. Okay, moving on from the VMAs. um, Someone said, it's back to school season. Wondering how you spent your summer. Any highlights, places you went, things you did, stuff you're looking forward to now that summer is over. I worked a lot this summer. I didn't get like a ton of time off, which is why I still sound a little nasally because I've been sick for like a month. But the last little bit of August, I went to Mallorca with a big group of friends. I was kind of shooting in a Murata stuff too, but we had a house for like a week and it was just the best group of people. If you've seen on my TikTok, there's a video of like me, Moses Ziwe and my friend Adwa, the Lily Rose Depp, dance um i'm just a freak yeah and that was like the vibe we would like hang out chill all day mayorka is one of my favorite places i've been going since i was a little kid my parents had a house in the middle of the island that was like had no running water or electricity f- until i was like 10 but it was just having like the best best memories from there um there was like a well in the middle of the house it was just very beautiful very very hot so it was nice to be closer to the water but like you see the most amount of stars there, the water is so gorgeous. And Sly was there, he was um, hanging out with everyone. So it was really fun for me, I had a great time and I got really tan. Um, So yeah, a lot of like weird travel things that happened to me this summer though, I have to say. I feel like it was going, a lot of that was happening. The airlines were really struggling, I had like several um, canceled flights and with a two year old, that can be especially stressful, I have to say. Um, but somebody said you guys asked um, you're looking forward to what am I looking forward to now that summer's over well so I started school which has been really fun and honestly I like love my in between moments between working when I'm in town and I'm in New York and I'm just like being a mom and seeing my friends and going to my local grocery store, going to the restaurants I love close to me, like hanging out in my neighborhood and just having that routine. Um, In some ways that's more relaxing for me than going on a trip because I do travel so much for work. And I'm kind of like, I'm just like getting that through my thick skull that it's actually nice to just chill. It was something that I learned in the pandemic was like routine is beautiful. Having a schedule, getting a good night's sleep, like. You know, hanging out and especially Sly, I just feel is growing so quickly. I'm just loving being his mom and hanging out with him. So, um, and now this like new exciting development of school, which he's really loving, um, is really fun. So, like picking him up, dropping him off, building my day out around that just feels really beautiful. I'm really grateful to be able to do that. There's a lot of like questions about stuff that I've been posting and doing in the past month. I saw some pics of you and Z-Way at the Fashion Media Awards. Can you tell us what that was like? I mean, it's so fun that like, I didn't always have friends in the industry Um, and Z-Way and I met a couple years ago and I've talked to her every day and also now being able to do work things with her, it's just like makes life so fun. Um so and work so fun. So like next week I'm going to be in Paris and we're going to be going to things together and I just feel really grateful. And that was um super cool. It was an award for the podcast given out by the Daily Front Row and CUA was nice enough to present the award to me and you know, we have like a funny relationship where we're like funny with each other. And we definitely like have cried to each other many times about things going on in our life and whatever. But it was just, she was so sincere and giving me my award and said such nice things about me and just like such a sincere way that it was really beautiful. Um, and I was like really touched. I went home and wrote her and was like, that was so nice. And I feel, I, I've talked about this a little bit before about just trying to get better at gratitude. And um, I just felt very grateful at that moment. And she looked fab, her outfit was so killer. All right, someone asked me about my sneakers. Can you tell us about your favorite brands and pairs to rock and why have they changed over the years? I started wearing sneakers a lot when I moved to New York City just because I walk a lot and, um, walk colombo a lot and i like to be comfortable and sneakers are easy i don't have favorite brands partly because somebody's gonna have to sponsor me to say that but uh i don't know i like sneakers for sure there's a lot of different sneakers i like but again like where's my sponsorship because i've been wearing a lot of sneakers and no one's given me a deal yet um i've done some little things but if anybody's listening right now this is your moment all right All right, if you had your own music festival full of your dream artists, living or dead, what would the lineup and vibe look like? Oh my God, it'd be the craziest music festival ever. People would be like, what is this music festival? We'd go like, I'd have to have the Beatles there, I'd have to have Prince there, obviously Beyonce, but then there'd be like weird, like I think I'd also have the band. Um, Maybe with like a little Bob Dylan moment sprinkled in there or I'd have you know who I'd have just kidding I wouldn't have the band I'd have Joni Mitchell I'd have Joni Mitchell I'd also love to like have some I'd honestly have Flo Millie there I would have SZA I'd want there um who else am I listening to like all the time this is random but that broadcast I would have broadcast there I listened a lot to her in um high school I feel like I'd have to have Nikki Minaj there I mean this is crazy. This is a crazy question. Honestly, I don't know if I can handle this. But I think main headliners would be like um, Beyonce, Prince, Joni Mitchell, and the Beatles. God, I keep thinking of other bands, but um, and like musicians. But I think that's that's what I would do. All right, Gizm on Spotify said you briefly mentioned that your friends' uh, knowledge regarding early childhood development has been instrumental would be keen to hear more maybe from her love from london um we've had babs on the podcast before i should maybe bring her in again to talk about this specific thing she follows reggio emilio or rye respectful infant education um that's like kind of her school of thought which is a lot of stuff about actively teaching your child how to be independent and um, have self-respect and showing them respect um, while also maintaining boundaries so that they feel safe. Um, I would like, that's how I would sum it up. I, I'm I'm worried she's gonna listen to this or see this video and be like, wrong. <laughs> but I just absolutely like the way that she talks to kids and um, treats them is so, it's just like so, I, I don't wanna use the word respectful again, but there's just so much care and consideration and she I've never seen her talk to a kid like a kid or like a dog. It's like everything you would say to your child you should also feel like you would say to an adult and I really believe that and I think it's really helpful. I like have found that Sly is the happiest when I'm over communicating and the whole concept of like oh he doesn't understand. I just I don't believe and I feel that um, I've seen that so much because he trusts me so much because he knows like, if I tell him not to do something, I tell him why, why it isn't safe, what I'm scared of, why I'm scared of it. And then he like builds a better understanding of the world and also understands that I'm there to protect him. And that I'm not just giving him, you know, orders because I'm the boss. Like it's also allowing him to make good decisions, have the information to make good decisions on his own, which then also makes it so that I can trust him. And there's like a reciprocal trust thing going on. Um, I have a lot of Thoughts and opinions about early child care, um, child development, as you could probably tell. So maybe we have to do an episode on that. Somebody asks, can you talk a little bit more about Sly? Any new first, what's going on in Sly's life lately? Again, school started. Um, he's speaking in full sentences. I'm obsessed with him. I don't know what else to say. Has um he's just a lovely person. Saya on Spotify said, Your friend Bab sounds amazing. I need a friend like that to teach me lessons about friendship, love, motherhood, etc. Can you share those lessons with us? Oh my God. I actually had the thought the other day where I was like, maybe I want to write a book just dedicated or essay at least dedicated to friendship and like what I've learned from other women that are close to me. I think it would have to be a book because Babs would be the central figure, but there are other people in my life, like my, my friend Kat, um, who's also just like built, just helped me become the person I wanna be in such an amazing way. Oh God, I mean, she is such a good balance of like, she's just so secure in a way that I've just um, really kind of gotten to adopt in a lot of ways. I think that she, I've said this before on the podcast, she like feels all the feelings and emotions like hurt and embarrassment and, you know, anger and whatever. But like, because of the way she processes them, they're so, they like move through her and then she's able to just find joy in life. And um, that's something that I also really try to practice now. Like, I feel like so much of the reason that we struggle with processing our feelings and emotions is because we don't want to feel those things or we have shame around the feelings we have and I think the more you're able to just kind of be like, okay, this is what I'm feeling and that's okay. Like the quicker you like grow from it and evolve and um, can find joy again and there's beauty in pain as well and like in loneliness and in all those things and I think she's just given me that perspective in so many ways, okay. What superstitions do you or have you believed in? I used to be incredibly superstitious. I like wouldn't tell anybody about any job. I still don't really do that. Now I'm I'm less afraid of it. Um I do I do still like get this feeling sometimes where something bad's gonna happen. And I'll like text actually Babs or Kat or one of my close friends and be like, I'm having this feeling that this this bad thing's gonna happen and I'm telling you about it so that it doesn't happen. That was an example of my superstitions. Oh, one more question about Babs. This is a Babs episode, actually, it turns out. Um, This is from Melissa Rodermund on YouTube. She said, how did you meet your best friend, Babs? Tell us everything. Do you guys live together now? So I met her when I was 14 years old because she was like the fly girl in school who had an older brother, and she would like wear really fancy um, outfits on Fridays, and I would see her and be like, whoa, that girl's so cool. And then would see her later on a Friday night, like wearing the same outfit, like surrounded by like the cool boys, smoking a cigarette and like drinking a beer. And I was just like, that girl is so, so cool. She's a rock star. Um, And then actually her boyfriend in high school was best friends with like my first serious boyfriend, or I guess like one of my serious boyfriend, serious boyfriends in high school. And that's how we really became friends. Actually, we attended Coachella together. Um, and it was the year Roger Waters plays, and there's like, a picture of us with, like our boyfriends. And then we're both, by the way, definitely not still with those boyfriends. and um have I've known her longer now in my life than I haven't known her, which is really incredible. All right. Thank you so much for listening as always to, um, ask me anything. You can always go to hilo.fm to submit your voice notes. Obviously we don't play them for this episode. So if you want to just comment on YouTube or Spotify, that you're more than welcome. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening and we'll see you all next time. Sony Music Entertainment and Bitch Era Media Production. Our executive producers are me, Emily Radikowski, Matt Raz, and Sarita Wesley. Our showrunner is Matt Raz. Our associate producer is Rachel Choder. Today's episode was engineered by Samantha Gatsick with original music by The Crystal Pharaoh.